Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. Get ready for a very different, vulnerable, and uncensored conversation with Dr. Anthony Mattis and his amazing guests. They'll be sharing the powerful tools of access consciousness that have helped thousands of people all over the world to create change in every area of their lives. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. I am Dr. Anthony Mattis, and I am joined by my guest, Jenny Lynn Coley, for part two of um, being a single mom, raising kids in consciousness. So thanks for joining me again, Jenny Lynn. How you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. Great. Great. Well, I really loved the last conversation and thank you so much for the, the vulnerability and, and sharing your story. Um, that's why I wanted to do a part two, because I feel like we didn't even get to <laughs> you know, like, okay, now that I have kids, now what, you know? And so, and one of the things I like to look at with different folks who, who have taken access consciousness over the years is sort of like, um, here you are, you have three kids total, right? And so, so by the time you had the, your third child, um, can you talk about like, maybe while you were pregnant with your third child, sort of where your life was at that point? And then sort of how did access consciousness like get into your awareness and what made you actually be like, okay, this is something that's got my interest. Let's go for it. Mm -hmm. And then what brought you to like where we are to where, you know, you're actually working in, in my business um, and you're like the, the, the leader of making the, the company move and, and making sure I'm taken care of and I'm super grateful and you're amazing at what you do. But that's, that, that you know, it, that's like, completely different than where you were at the time of your son's birth, your third child, I should say. So go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, actually I had an interesting pregnancy. Um, as I kind of mentioned on the last one, I was in a not so healthy relationship and, um, it was interesting because when I found out I was pregnant, I had actually just finally made the choice to leave. Mm. And then I found out I was pregnant <laughs> and doing that crazy thing I used to do, you know, in relationships and with men, I was like, oh, well, what can I do to try to make this work? Right. Right. And oh, so you actually, you didn't stay left. You actually said, okay, now that I'm pregnant, let's try to make this work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, like didn't listen to my awareness, didn't trust what I knew, mm -hmm. chose against me essentially. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, did what I could to, to make it work and ultimately ended up moving in with them and getting married after my son was born. Um, and I was working at a bank full-time at the time. Um, as a bank manager and I've always been a multitasker. So I was like managing the bank, finishing up college full-time. So um, even though I started at University of San Diego, I kind of did some starting stopping things and then ended up transferring here to Colorado to University of Denver. Mm. And so I was in my program finishing up. So I ended up graduating um, after I had my youngest son at the time and did that going to school full-time, managing the bank full-time, had a part-time job at night, <laughs> was like one of the team moms for my um, son's football team, my, my middle son's football team. Yeah. So just always creating. That's just what I do. <laughs> time to, uh, to breathe and, and eat. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it was fun. Like I, I loved being a mom. Um, right. And I remember before my parents got divorced, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, so she was like always around and present with us. And then when they got divorced, she couldn't be so much anymore. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to, however I needed to do it, make it work. So even though I was working and in school and all that, I wanted to be present with my kids. Mm-hmm. and have them know that like I was there for them mm-hmm. and um so fast forward a little bit you know um I was always listening to personal growth audios in the cars so after Jonah as my youngest son was born I used to listen to Jim Rohn a lot <laughs> and he when he was one he would ask me to like play it again okay like, he'd be like again 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 so like my kids were getting some of the energy from those positive audios, even though I didn't have like the words for it at the time. Cause again, I was really disconnected from my body then too, like enduring a lot of um, mostly psychological abuse. And then later, you know, some physical abuse too in that relationship. And um, my older two were probably more exposed to things than the baby because when we got divorced, he was three. Okay. And I wouldn't choose to leave Mm. on my own when things were happening to me, but that final incident happened in front of him. Mm. Mm. And I was like, in front of the baby. baby. Yeah. The older two were sleeping downstairs. And what was the final incident? Could you share? Um, Yeah. So um, I was not feeling well and I was working on a homework assignment (laughs) um, for my master's program. Because I started, you know, doing master's program classes after that. And I was in the bed. He was laying next to me, not feeling well, um, working on that assignment. My um, husband at the time made some soup. The smell of it made me feel really sick. And, um, you know, if you've ever dealt with gaslighting or narcissistic abuse, people who perpetuate that tend to get really offended, very mm. controlling, yep. just mm, love to manipulate you out of having any sense of your own reality mm-hmm. and always making you wrong so that they can be in control. So mm. an argument ensued over me not wanting to eat the soup because I was sick <laughs> and not feeling well. Yeah. And, um, and then it escalated and I got violent. Wow. Um, in front of the baby. And that was my enough point. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Jonah had to be how, taken. Huh? It's, a, it's amazing how where our enough points are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so many of us like they're actually set too high. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so definitely for me at the time. That's not that's not the generative kind of allowance. Right? Yeah. I was allowing myself to be a doormat because that's what wow. was familiar to me. And, yeah. you know, I was out here isolated away from my family. I don't have any family that lives here in Colorado. Most of my family right. is back in California. So, yeah. um, and I was isolated from a lot of my friends and stuff too. Even like going to networking events for work was like right. a big no-no right? That's like kind of that Um, whole abuse dynamic. Yeah. So he felt threatened by you interacting and creating creationships, so to speak, with other people, anything outside of him, he was, he felt threatened by it. 
not only him but like his family too I remember like American Idol night was like a big thing for everyone to get together and watch and I wanted to go to a meditation one night and the amount of like judgment and like disbelief because I wanted to go do something outside of like the family routine (laughs) and do something for myself was like there was just a lot of pressure a lot of judgment a lot of wrongness gotcha so um let's I want to reverse because you said something that 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 jumped out you uh you you explained you said something about choosing against you Mm -hmm. so can you just sort of say more of you don't have to go into like the details of 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 scenarios but like what can choosing against you create for your in the present but also in the, for the future, for your future, when you do that, when we do that? Um, I mean, it always creates less, right? We are these energetic beings that are aware of things at all times. And our bodies are these very sensate organs that, you know, are always basically what I like to call it, our internal um, lighthouse, our guideposts, our internal GPS, Yeah. Right. And so our body is always giving us information. And so if you are listening and tapping into like the lightness, the expansive energy, that's always an indication of go there, choose Mm. that. That's going to expand your life when it's heavy and it's contracting and it just feels icky. And sometimes you even have that, that feeling in the pit of your stomach. Yeah. Um, that, is usually always an indication that you're choosing against you and things are not going to be so great for you in the present or the future. Right. And so I, one of the uh, things that happens when you are subjected to or experiencing gaslighting and narcissistic abuse over and over again, you start to sort of lose your sense of reality Mm-hmm. And that's what it's designed to do, right? And so you're always questioning yourself and unsure. And am I making the right choice? And what should I do here? And not so tapped into your body and like what you know and listening to that internal GPS that's always already there. Right. And so for me, that's exactly what was happening. I wasn't listening because I wasn't tapped in. Mm. Knowing what you know now, what would you like? recommend for someone to do when they're sort of like in that space in in that particular 10 seconds in their life where they feel like they have like nowhere to turn or that 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 sense of power powerlessness like what would you suggest what would you suggest to somebody when when they have that going on knowing what you know now yeah um i would say ask a question however If you ask a question when you don't have a lot of space, Mm -hmm. whatever you ask for, the universe is only going to send you what matches your point of view, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever you can do to create space for yourself, whether that's like go spend time out in nature, Mm -hmm. meditate, you know, whatever that is that creates that sense of space. Mm -hmm go there, <laughs> choose that, mm-hmm. and then ask a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And if you ask it from space, then the universe can actually send you some infinite possibilities, something that is beyond what you have already determined 
is your current reality and determine that it's, that's possible for you from a limited place. Yeah, because what we know is like when you are being gaslighted, um, when you talked about your sense of reality is sort of lost and gone. And so when you don't have that space, if you can get out into nature um, or go um, to a yoga class or something like that, where there's just sort of like space, you actually can start to maybe tap into a little bit like what your reality is instead of like the person who's gaslighting you reality is because that could be really really confusing um and the, you know and for those of you who don't know too the access consciousness bars is great too you can look up a an access bars facilitator like in your area i mean they're everywhere now not just in the united states but all over the world go and get your bars ran and just lay on the table and create that space because that could also create like that meditative sort of feeling and also create a lot of awareness so, so often i would people would well, you were even in body in the body classes, like you would get these awarenesses, right? Mm -hmm. And you get this sense of clarity can occur when you're like, oh my God, that's this is my reality. It's not what I thought it has been. And then you start to realize like how much you've been living in other people's world. So that's really awesome. Cool. So how did access consciousness sneak into your world? So towards the end, even before I left, I started to get somewhat rebellious <laughs> so it was like me starting to kind of like test the waters <laughs> and really it, it wasn't even me being rebellious it was just me like starting to choose for me I didn't realize yeah. that's what it was at the time sure um so I got connected actually through um some people that were using the conference room at our bank uh, I got connected oh. with a woman who ran the women's group um, that I talked about before. And there was a woman in that women's group that was an access bars, um, practitioner and facilitator. And so okay. she, you know, was just talking at one of our sort of like networking groups. Um, and she, uh, mentioned the bars and invited us all to come experience a session. So that was how I, I learned about access. I went and I got my bars run yeah. and, I just got really curious, um, but still dipped my toe in for probably the first year because I grew up really religious. So I was like, oh, this stuff is really cool, but it seems really weird. So I don't know. Yeah. So I was like pocking and potting everything, right? Which we know is not like consciousness, but I didn't know any better at the time. So I'm pocking and potting everything like all the time and listening to Dr. Dane here's being you changing the world book over and over again. I probably listened to that thing like hundreds of times oh. at this point. So it's all I did for the first year. Yeah. And then um, I was actually on a road trip back to San Diego visiting family over 4th of July weekend. And um, there was a facilitator who ironically had just moved there, but was like back in Colorado doing a five day class, which is like the bars and then foundation, like all back yeah. to back all five days. Yeah. Yeah. So she was offering the class and at that time I was like starting to get, you know, more present with my body and notice the tingles and the whispers and listen. Mm. And, um, something in me knew I just had to like get back. So I cut my trip short, drove back with the kids and, um, just my older, my oldest one. So my daughter and then Jonah, the youngest, they came with me to the entire five day. Oh, wow. So what was that like for you? Did you get over like, and it's interesting. So before 
you weren't clear what your reality was with the person gaslighting you. And then also too, you're at these classes and it was hard for you to receive them early on because you had a lot of your church's points of view about um, who and what, where, when, and how you can receive whatever. It can only come from one particular vehicle. And religion tends to do that. Um, and not just your particular religion, all the religions do that. Any orthodox anything tends to do that and it puts things in a box. And if it's not coming from the filters of that particular box, then you are violating something which puts you what into more judgment. How does it get better than that? So, all right. So um, when would you say you started noticing, hmm, there's something to this stuff? Um, I mean, from the first time I had my barge run, just the... Well, even the first class, even with all the religious points of view floating around in your head, you, were, you, you still had this awareness in your world that, well, there's something about this that, that, that I'm really curious about here. Absolutely. I mean, wow. so I was already in my divorce process when I finally went to the five day. Um, so I was already, you know, separated, doing my own thing with the kids at that point. But when I first left, like we, in the morning, I would sit down with the kids and we would read our Bible verse and we would set our intentions for the day. Mm. And then we would come back at night and everyone would talk about what they're grateful for. Mm. So we were already doing that sort of thing. Yeah. And so it just, it fit. Right. Even though I was like nervous, because a lot of the choices I made throughout my life were all based on fear, because that fear thing got instilled, you know, very early from the religious thing. And um, going to the five day, I mean, like, <laughs> didn't waste any time going deep <laughs> in the foundation. So we got to look at some of that religious stuff and past life stuff and, yeah. um, you know, all of those sorts of things too. So that just started to open up more. And it only took a couple months after that before I took my next two bars classes and became a bars facilitator. Yeah. And it wasn't from the space of, hopefully it wasn't, for making the religion wrong per se, but to actually, it was more from the space of, okay, what, like, what else is possible? What's up, what else could be beyond that, that you haven't and considered? So that's something I don't want people to, like a lot of people have this point of view that they have to give up their religion or their philosophical belief system in order to use the tools of access. And access is really just pragmatic tools to utilize in your everyday life. You don't actually have to give anything up. You could actually just add more to your life. It's about adding more, not mm -hmm. to do either or. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of throw that in there for some people who, who, you know, love their religion and, and it's working for them and, you know, or their philosophical viewpoints. So this is about adding more tools to your life that could actually contribute and change your life in really dynamic ways. So anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because the kids and I still kept going to church for years, mm -hmm. even though I was playing with the access tools. What it did was just <clears throat> help to create a greater sense of what my reality was and is mm -hmm. and what was true and what was not true. Cool. And to me, like, I don't necessarily consider them to be separate things right again like consciousness includes everything and judges nothing and so yeah. like god doesn't have to be <laughs> outside of this yeah. you know you don't like you said you don't have to choose one or the other it's it's right. all connected it's all inclusive yeah cool um what would you say hmm, 
what changed the most for you? And like, what would you have said? So leading up to like where you are today, how, how many years has it been sort of like on and offish? Like, what would you say? 10, 12? I took my first five day in 2013. So it's been okay. what, like nine not, years. Okay, awesome. Mm -hmm. So what would you say has changed the most for you so far? And if you can share some of like two or three go-to tools that, that really, really like, I mean, we have a gazillion tools and access, as you know, but what were like the go-to tools that you use that sort of like maybe just laid the foundation for you and create and started moving you towards creating that change? Um, so <laughs> my license plate um, is the acronym for how does it get better than this? No and, way. Yeah. Intentionally or it just happened to be that way? No, I, it's, it's my license. Like I, you have to get it personalized. Oh, okay. So you did find out and did. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but the reason why I got that license plate is because there's actually another woman here in the state that owned it. And wow. like, I used to hashtag everything. Like, how does it get me better than this? Like the acronym and like the yeah. acronym for what else is possible. Like all the time when I was making my Facebook posts. Yeah. Um, and I like, using the body processes and like getting your bars run and that to me yes I love the questions yes I love the clearing statement yes I, lo I love all the tools they're so amazing and you just take which ones work for you leave which ones don't and you use them at different times like this stuff especially stuff with abuse really gets locked into the cellular memory of our bodies and like literally changes the shape of the cells mm. from their healthy spherical shape into an elliptical shape. So I used to uh, host a lot of trades. <laughs> In fact, like, you know, that was part of what occurred leading up to the, you know, me starting to work with you. And like, when you came out here to do the three-day body class and I was, you know, part of the hosting team, I did a 10 weeks of MTVSS challenge, which I usually do about once a year leading up to that. And MTVSS is a hands-on body process that to me is kind of like to the body, what the bars are to the head. Like it just right. can sure. change so much. Right. And so I did a challenge and, and people have been actually asking me when I'm going to do that again, <laughs> a little bit busy with this business right now, but um, having the body processes run and the bars run regularly and even semi-regularly, I would say it's probably been the thing that has changed the most, the fastest, mm. right? Because we have to like include the body. Yeah. So say that one's huge. Um, and then also, you know, asking the questions and the allowance thing is huge too. And I would say the allowance thing has been the biggest impact on parenting, mm. especially coming from a religious background you know, lots of judgment, lots of even just this reality, how you're supposed to be as a parent and yeah, getting it right, right and wrong and how your kids are like an extension of you. And so if they choose the wrong thing, then there's all this right. judgment coming be, and you must that? be a bad parent, yeah. <laughs> all of that stuff. And forgot so, huh? <laughs> I forgot about that point of view. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so many and they're so insane and they're so insidious and being able to be an allowance with my kids mm. and their choices and recognize that they are their own infinite beings. Yep. 
and I'm here to facilitate them, not control them, mm-hmm. you know, right? Like facilitate them to choose what is going to create the greatest for their being in yeah. this lift lifetime and beyond. Right. Right. And also allow them to facilitate me. Like kids are brilliant facilitators. Yeah. Right. And they know just how to poke you in those areas to get your attention to like basically invite you to step up and choose more. Yeah, totally. And so exposing them to these tools and, you know, like my son, he, um, the youngest Jonah, he's constantly asking me to run his bars or yeah. if he can run my bars. And I remember one year during the presidential election, it was really contentious. And literally every night <laughs> he came uh, home and he's like, mom, can you please run my bars? Yeah, right. Yeah. So being able to empower them from a very young age to like, be aware of what they're aware of yeah. and know what they know. Yep. So they don't have to, you know, and, and they're still going to choose what they're going to choose. Right. So there's no right. like guarantee that exposing them to the tools is going to create a different life, right? You can just plant the seeds and then they can choose it if and when they're ready. And like being able to give them the, this toolbox, these set of tools. And even when they do make a quote unquote mistake, not have to go into the judgment and their wrongness of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like that to me is like the ultimate gift. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And, and what would you, um, so what would you like to see? Well, you kind of just said it, but like, like on a global level, like what would you like to see maybe happen in the world as a result of the tools? Um, really just people recognizing how phenomenally powerful, beautiful and amazing they already are. Mm-hmm. And if they're willing to be so bold and courageous to go on the journey of becoming intimately vulnerable and present and aware of where they are functioning from. Yeah. That can open up and change everything without going into the judgment or the wrongness of you Mm -hmm. or anyone else. Like that's the gift that really changes the world right cool awesome well um is there anything else you'd like to add to our conversation before we go i think that's pretty much it i'm not thinking of anything thing else um i would just say i guess if you have kids or you are around kids you know um And even if they're not kids, like the greatest invitation to being all of you, being all of them is for you to choose to be all of you, for you to choose to be present and aware. So I would say that's invitation number one. And then if you can start to invite the kids and like use the tools with them, um, it, that can open up such a greater possibility. And then maybe we won't have a world where there are as many adults that are still trying to heal from the trauma of their past. Yeah. You know, so eventually I, I would love to see where that in an ideal world, that's my utopian ideal, <laughs> a world where, you know, adults don't have to spend time recovering from the trauma of their childhoods. Sure. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. And um, how are people, because I know you do, you know, you, you, you create these um, 
these different swaps and stuff like that. And I know you do these different events and stuff. So we talked about it last time. How would people be able to like to find you or get more information about you or maybe even get your their bars ran from you or or body processes and stuff? Yeah, um, you can find me on social media uh, at I am Jenny Lynn is my handle on both Facebook and Instagram. And, um, you know, you can look up my name, Jenny Lynn Coley on Facebook as well. My website, JennyLynn.com or PermissionToThrive.com. Cool. And just tell everybody because Jenny Lynn could be spelled a variety of different ways. <laughs> it can. So it's um, J-E-N-N-I-L-Y-N-N-E. And go. it's just a combination actually of my first name and my middle name. So my first name is actually Jennifer. My middle yeah. name is Lynn spelled with an E. And um, so I just put them together. There you go. Nice. And a Y. The Lynn has a Y in it. <laughs> and not an it I. It does. Yeah. L-Y-N-N-E. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. Thank you so much. You know, it's not easy um, being a single parent. It's not easy being a parent, period. You know, and, and when you have, you know, the, well, the husband and the wife or the wife and the wife or the husband and the husband um, raising kids, even with two people it's a lot of work. And so you've done it with three and you never stopped creating your life. It takes a lot of, um, well, huge level of intelligence, number one, but, but there's a drive in your universe. There's like, there's a lot of steam to that engine, which is awesome. And it, it's sort of a, a testament to um, the power and the potency that you be. And, and at the same time, um, no matter what circumstances you may have found yourself in, you're like, I'm not going to allow the circumstance to dictate what I can and cannot create. So you went ahead and created anyway. So way to fucking go. Cause it's not, you know, a lot of people they're like, okay, well, I created this situation. Well, then I'm going to have to like put things off for 20 something years. You didn't do that. You're like, I'm going to create, I'm going for it, whatever that is. And I'm not going to, you know, yeah, maybe I made some bad choices here and there, but I'm not going to let that ruin me. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and create my own reality with this. So nice job. Nice job. Yeah. So thanks for being here. Um, if you guys want to hear more about the Access Consciousness tools, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. You can check out my website at www.dranthonymattis.com. And there's a bunch of free YouTube stuff too that I have on uh, the YouTube channel, uh, Dr. Anthony Mattis. So yeah, check it out. And then also Instagram too. Shit, we got a whole boat, boatload of stuff that people can get for free. And um, yeah, so whether you're a single parent or you know, you're know you in a marriage uh, that's healthy and strong and you're curious about these tools, these tools, like Jenny Lynn said, they're just great to have and do with your kids and be with your kids while you're watching movie or TV it's, and it's a, to me, it's a, it's a great bonding. They're great bonding tools, you know, to just to be closer with each other. So that, that's my point of view. And that's what I've observed over the last, what is it, 10 years now? Yeah, 10 years, as, as, as have you. So cool. How does it get better? All right. Well, thanks so much for being here. And then uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, 
please share, subscribe or leave a review. For more about Anthony, please come visit dranthonymatters.com. And if you'd like to know more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com.